Hey everybody, Pastor Chip again. Hope you're doing okay. Hope everybody's having a good day. And, uh, well, just don't know I'm going to be back on here for a couple of days. We're having Christmas everywhere all over the world, right? And I'm going to be doing things with family. But anyway, so... I was thinking about podcasts to do and that it was Christmas and I'm really not sure what I want to do it about but I'm going to talk about you know they say the birth of Christ was probably way that they've calculated the years and the stars and the seasons that he probably was born in March time frame. And it would have been true with the shepherds in the field and the crops and everything. But we've we celebrated it December because um took over a pagan holiday and assigned Jesus' birthday to as this date to celebrate it. Doesn't really matter when it was, it's the fact that we celebrate it. Didn't have birth certificates back then. Didn't uh have family Bibles to write the names in. Didn't have a lot of things back then. Um, matter of fact, Luke two nineteen says, "But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart." It says that twice in the Bible, I think. I'm not mistaken, but why did Mary store them up in her heart? Because, like I said before, she didn't have an iPhone. She didn't have a picture album. They didn't have Polaroids, birth certificates, courthouses. It was verbal tradition. And a lot of times if your parents died and somebody else raised you and nobody knew when you were born or was literate, you might not know exactly how old you were. But anyway. So I got to thinking about we're thinking about the birth of Christ. And in context to that, what would Mary and Joseph been doing Thousands of years ago, these several days before the birth. And, you know, they would have been traveling because they had to go go for the census. And she was on a little donkey. And traveling through hostile territory and in the weather and 
her being uncomfortable. Can you imagine not knowing if anybody's going to attack them along the way or whatever? And today we live in such luxury and we're so spoiled. But they were going and hoping to find a place to stay because it says back in those days uh, an inn would have been a place in a home where people make a room for people to stay that are traveling. Most homes may have had an extra room. It wasn't like a big 14-room, two-story or three-story hotel. They just didn't have them back then. You depended on people to put you up, or people slept around the city gates or up up next to buildings. It was, you just, when you traveled, you were at the mercy of the public. The good public and the bad public. But it says in Luke chapter 2, Verse 6, so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. So now hold on. So I'm just going to tell you, you know, the Catholics say that Mary remained a virgin Never had any other children, and her and Joseph never had sex. That's what the Catholics say. But the Bible says that Jesus is brothers and stuff, and the Catholic Church says, no, she never... What does it say right there? What did I just read? Verse 7, and she brought forth her firstborn son. Wow, how about that? Firstborn. That means the first of many, or more than one. Firstborn son. And it say, brought forth her only son. It says, firstborn son. Well, all I got to say about that is, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I sure figured that one out. Anyway, so verse 8 says, Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields keeping watch over their flock by night and behold an angel of the lord stood before them and the glory of the lord shone around them and they were greatly afraid then the angel said to them do not be afraid for behold i bring you good tidings of great joy which will be to all people for there is born to you this day in the city of david a savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. How about that? My commentary says that she may have had the baby outside, could have been in a cave if if they literally had to find shelter in some of the hollowed-out caves in the Jerusalem 
for giving, you know, so they'd have somewhere private to give birth. Because in Jerusalem, they would hollow out these caves and put the livestock in there at night and put a gate over the door, the entrance. So Mary could have had Jesus in a cave, but the significance it says in the commentary is that Jesus is born into the lowest uh, position, open, no roof over his head, no place they could call home. And the angel appears to the shepherds and tells them about Jesus. And the shepherds have no roof over their head to call home. So Jesus and the shepherds are both on equal terms, not having a roof over their head or a place to call home. They are both the lowly of the lowest on the earth at this time. Isn't that amazing? I mean, you know, most countries have reasonable um, what's it called? OB, OB care for the women, they have, you know, doctor you can go to, most countries. I mean, I know in some really third world countries that they may have midwives and stuff, but, but most people today have a roof over their head. They have a place to call home. Mary and Joseph... had nothing man says the shepherds um, must have been comforting for Mary and Joseph both have been told by their own angelic messengers about the significance of the child they will parent, but surely it's reassuring in a faraway place to get confirmation from other sources. And by that it means they had traveled to Egypt. They were traveled from Egypt to Bethlehem. They had no family, no home, no anything. They were alone. I mean, man, I just can't imagine. I get nervous today when I go to big cities, unfamiliar places. And we have laws that most people obey. We have law enforcement. We have you know, people around us. We're not totally at the mercy of society and yet Joseph and Mary were at the mercy of society there were no police there was no 911 no hotels no 
assurances of protection or safety. They didn't, weren't even traveling with an entourage. And it's kind of puts things in a different perspective, doesn't it? I mean, of course, you know, this is Jesus came into the world. I know the trouble that a lot of women go through when they have their children, their birth, the pain, the damage, the complications they can have. But I don't think God allowed any of that to happen at this moment. I'm sure Mary suffered great pain. But I don't think their life was ever in danger. But they may have thought so. I mean, wonder what kind of stuff Mary carried in anticipation. I mean, did she have a baby clothes, a baby bag, you know, her little, her little, um, Pack and play. Did they take their pack and play with them? Oh, man. Just think about it. Man. Can you imagine? Here we are a couple of thousand years later. getting ready to celebrate. And you know, most people, it's all about the gift. The gifts. It's all about buying for their kids. You know, putting on a big show. not even about the real gift people forget about the real gift the gift of life forgiveness the gift of Jesus Christ I know a lot of people that give their kids um, just three three gifts because Jesus got three gifts gold, frankincense, and myrrh so a lot of people give their children just three gifts and I think that's pretty it's pretty good if you if you stick to the story and tell your kids why and teach them the biblical traditions But if you don't teach them, what difference does three make? Why not four or two? I'm going to see my grandkids these holidays. 
And I think it's the thing of the older people. I was talking to my buddy Tony tonight. We've become the old. I myself have ushered in the new era of grandparent. My parents are gone. Now it's just me and I'm the grandparent. And soon, my time will be over. But until it is, I enjoy my grandchildren. And I'm thankful that God gave his son for our sins that we could celebrate that time and that sacrifice with our families. I just hope that everybody remembers the reason why we have Christmas. It's not just so the stores can have their sales and make their big profits. And it's not an excuse to give gifts once a year. You can give a gift anytime you want to. This is an excuse to, or a reason to, tell our families about Christ. About the sacrifice that he made. So that we could all have eternal life. And this is Pastor Chip. I thank you all for tuning in. I hope that you have a very Merry Christmas. I wish you health and happiness. I pray for this country. I pray for y'all. And I hope everyone is safe while they're traveling. And keep me in your prayers this holiday as well. God bless you.